when you develop presence, you practice meditation. Yes. It's one of the best things for your social skills because you become like a firefly in a dark room. And people like you and they don't even know why. We have no great war, no great depression. Our great war is a spiritual war. It's with your coaching program. Guys struggling to make friends. Is that one of them? Yeah. So how, how do you deal with that? Yeah, so um, I mean the first first one that comes to mind is a, a guy um, he's a doctor. He's, uh, he spent the last really 10, 11 years of his life um, getting to be a doctor. He's 31 years old. Yeah. And he has never been able to build deep relationships with people. Sure. Um, I got another, another guy um, who had a difficult relationship with his dad growing up. Um, something happened. And then since then, he, he just hasn't been able to build these deeper connections. So people who can't make friends, I look at it and it's always a deeper issue. So I take them through a process called illusion neutralization, mm -hmm. which basically helps them pinpoint certain emotions that they're, that are coming up for them. You know, when they think about making friends and whatever blockage that is, I help them unpack it and really deconstruct it. And basically, uh, I, I help them realize that it's an illusion. You know, reality as we are sitting here right now mm -hmm. is neither positive nor negative. So right. much I want to say, like, oh, this, this is incredible. I'm on the Michael Sartain podcast yeah. uh, and I'm having a great time, which I am. Yeah. I actually could find probably 10 or 15 reasons why this is a bad thing. Yeah. You know, which goes back to even when I was in high school experiencing the, the anxiety and depression yeah. stuff. Like my life was externally, you, most people would say it was probably good. But if you really, you know, if I, I somehow found a way to make it awful. Yeah. So I show them... Um, through a, a series of, of, um, of questioning um, through the program, like take those negative memories that you have yeah. with, your, with your parents, with your dad, with your ex-girlfriend, with your first friends from you know, even kindergarten, whatever. These are the illusions. These are the illusions, the illusions. Okay, that, yeah. that you're viewing as a negative, And I show you how to turn it into a positive. Mm -hmm. um, and that sounds really corny, but <laughs> that's, that's step one, right? The so the reframing, your, we had Nick, Nick, Santo, yeah. Nick, Nick Santo Nastasso, who's over here, he, you know, he's missing two legs and an arm was born with one finger and one hand. Mm. And he talks about the reframe all yes. the time. So that for him, it's just like, dude, that the video, so it hadn't come out yet. It's going to come out in a couple of days. The video that he has uh, where I interview him for the, for, if you have any clients that are, have like this, this scarcity mentality or a victim mentality this video destroys that mm. to the point where I'm afraid to show some people because any excuse you have when you see the dude with no legs telling you he did it, it makes you fucking really question your mm. excuses to the point like it's too far too fast to almost where it's unhealthy. It crushes yes. your victimization. And like for us, I mean, we're still able-bodied men. For this dude, for, for him to do this, like to have this incredibly abundant mind, mindset when he has one, you know, he has one arm. Mm. Uh, and that's it. And then for him to just like, he moves faster than some overweight people I know. He is just plopping down the road like super fast. He's, he just bought like a sports car and he's like driving it in Utah and stuff like that. For that, it just, it just if, if he can do it, fuck man, we don't have any excuses. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And that's, I mean, I think that also relates to, you know, looking at, um, I mean, when I had women in the program last year, and I know you have it as well, you, you have women talking about sexual abuse. Mm -hmm. And that's not all uh, they talk about, but that is one. I, I, need, right. I need these men to be empathetic. Right. I can't right. have these men being like, these are attractive women. What, do, what steps do I need to do to manipulate them to get mm -hmm. what I want? That ha can never be in my fucking program. So it's like, let's, let's treat this from a situation. This is your family member or teammate. How do I protect them? That's the way right. I look at it. 
Right, right. And so, I mean, I bring that up. I'm like, you know, when you have anything traumatic happen to you and you think it's a bad thing, that's going to haunt you. You have to be able to take any situation you've been through, whether it's sexual abuse or, you know, um, uh, any, any period of uh, losing your limbs, right? You have yeah. to be able to take anything and look at it and be like finding some way to be grateful for that in some capacity. Um, and that's, that's step one of the process. The other part is that I think is really fascinating is taking your fantasies and th- this, it's a four step process, but step two is taking your fantasies. So I wish my life was like this. I mm. wish I had friends. And you think to yourself, my life would be perfect if I only were friends with this type of person or if I had this girlfriend. And then what you do is you neutralize that mm. and you find all the things wrong with that. And so that takes your brain and, you, and your fantasy. You know, oh shit, like I'm chasing this thing that in reality, wherever you get to, you can all, it's, it's the only truth is the present moment. Right. So there's no, it's, there's no such thing as objectively positive or negative. Yeah. And help, that's like one of the steps is like bringing it back to that, that center presence mm. right now and bringing it to, um, bring it to truth. So yeah. you're, you're sort of skipping ahead here for one of the questions I had, I'm skipping ahead here. Present moment awareness. Can you explain that to people who are watching this that don't understand that? Cause we've mentioned Eckhart Tolle. We've mentioned the power of now. We've mentioned several of these things, you know, gratitude, stuff like that, but you've mentioned present moment awareness in several instances. Can you explain to the audience like what, what that means to you? Yeah. Yeah. Where's my camera? I can there look you go. in here. There it is. There's the okay. camera. Um, yeah, no. So present moment awareness. I like to speak to people they can kind of um look in my eyes as i talk about it it is it's not something you can pin down with words although i do like to think i have a pretty solid definition of presence that i can um it is essentially an awareness of your self-awareness so um the the simplest way i can explain uh present moment awareness is having an understanding uh, and, and a bit of your attention in your body so for example, now as you're watching this, you kind of feel, you can look at your hands, you can feel how your hands feel. You know, you could do the Eckhart Tolle, close your eyes and ask yourself, how do I know I have hands? Or what is my next thought gonna be? Or what is my next thought gonna be? And yeah. then waiting. And so that, that first part of it is, can you connect to the feeling inside your body? And then the next step after that is being aware of your external surroundings. So just lightly observing, you know, okay, there's a mic in front of me, I've got Michael here. Okay, there's some cameras all around. All right, so now you've got your awareness on two things. One is your inside, how you're feeling on the inside. You know, even your thoughts could be included in that. And then two is external reality. Most people who are asleep, if you've ever heard of sleep or unconscious, you know, uh, some people say NPCs. An NPC is someone who's either completely consumed in here or out there. Yeah. They're either stuck in the negative thinking pattern and they're over and over and over again, they're, you know, my life sucks, so I can't make friends. And they're, and they're stuck in here. That makes it really hard to make friends and be charismatic because you're not focused on other people. Or they are completely lost in the external. So they're thinking, you know, uh, they're, they're scrolling TikTok. They're watching porn all day. Right. Or, or Netflix. They're lost in the external world. And they, they can't connect to themselves. So present moment awareness, um, in part, is an awareness of the in inner and the outer mixed with the last part which is an aw- like now that you're aware of the inner and aware of the outer who's being aware who is the i that is aware right i cannot live with myself meaning that there was an i in myself yeah right so so it's it, it's 
taking you through that that space and i i like it when i get on zoom calls with guys yeah because sometimes i'll just look at them and and they're like what is it and i tell them too you know developing presence is like uh it, it's like you become when you develop presence, you practice meditation. Yes. It's one of the best things for your social skills because you become like a firefly in a dark room, and people like you, and they don't even know why. Yeah, they don't like you. But they like you. They don't know why because you're the one not on your phone. Right. That's the you're the one who's actually engaging other people, playing Never Have I Ever at dinner instead of like scrolling through exactly. Instagram. Exactly. Yeah. And you have you have this. Uh, I also like to call it like the baby on the airplane. Mm. Like if if when you're present, you're like a baby on an airplane. If you're seeing a baby on an airplane, you make eye contact. It's just like, yeah, it doesn't have a story. It's not judging you. It's not thinking. What do you think of it? It's just a baby on an airplane. Mm. So you're like, I like that baby because I don't know. I just do. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think that that base level, if we want to get you know super woo woo, that like frequency of that 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 state of presence mm. is just very alluring and attractive yes to other and, people for yeah. sure i've absolutely seen that firsthand anecdotally that is true you're in a room full of people very self-absorbed and you are you you brought intellectual curiosity into the room and now everybody wants to talk to you 100 percent, i've seen that happen anecdotally now here is a, a high a hypothesis that i've heard because you know every i try to relate everything back to evolution in the case of pre-plasticine homo sapiens, life is a struggle. We, can't, we don't have Instagram or Facebook, or we don't even have meals that we can order on Postmates. We have to kill everything that we eat, or we have to forage everything that we eat. So every day is a struggle. We also don't have written language. 300,000 years of homo sapien evolution and 11,000 years of written language back with Sumerians, maybe 11,000 years ago, right? So the majority of homo sapien existence has been no written language, no social media, no television, Everything is, I must kill the gazelle today or the tribe will starve, right? And so what happens is evolution rewards those who are in the present moment accomplishing a thing, building a thing, foraging a thing, taking care of the children, protecting the tribe. The ones that were doing the things that were accomplishing the goals, those would continue to breed and have stronger tribes. Mm. And so that, and also those were the strongest leaders. Those people, that's the reason now why in 2022, we see people who are happier when they're playing basketball or jumping out of an airplane or accomplishing a goal or building a business. You're doing a thing. Now, here's the thing. I've said this before. It is impossible to be happy, unhappy and have a basketball in your hand at the same time. Because for me, my meditation is playing basketball. Uh, when you're doing that thing, when you're accomplishing that thing or even having gratitude, it brings you into the present moment. This is back the reward center that evolution created for us. The present moment awareness to me, uh, this is just my hypothesis, is that it is a reward center that evolution had created for homo sapiens, successful homo sapiens, the ones who continue, who are our successful ancestors. Those were the ones who accomplished goals. Those were not the ones who felt sorry for themselves and stayed at home. Therefore, the, the, the mind does not reward the stay at home eat breadcrumbs and then, and then be a troll on YouTube, that sort of mentality does not bring happiness, right? The one that brings happiness is the outside linebacker who just makes a big play or the fucking guy who hits a new bench press max or the guy who scores 50 in a basketball game or the guy who goes up and talks to the girl that he was nervous about talking to or the guy who finally figures out his sales funnel and does his first 100K month. That though, those guys, that mo by the way, it's not the 100K that makes you happy. It's that you had a plan and executed it that made you happy. Throughout history, we find com constantly examples of men to coming together and women coming together in teams 
uh, and then accomplishing goals, everything from Hannibal to, you know, the Romans to everything to, you know, General Patton to wh whoever you want to bring up throughout history. We see examples of this. I think that human existence is about trying to accomplish these goals. When you do that, you come back into the present moment, which is the psychological reward center. And like you said before, you become the one observing the observer. There mm -hmm. is an observer. On the, the, one of the things that your brain does is it convinces you that this anguish that you feel towards your ex or this anguish that you feel towards this regret of this thing is actually who you are instead of recognizing no this is just a neurochemical response that you have that is a product of biological evolution that's all it is and when you do that to me it's easier for me to transcend my anger when i start to or even jealousy jealousy is especially jealousy when you realize jealousy is an evolutionary adaptation and you're just like, I just feel this way because my ancestors would have felt this way in a similar situation. But in reality, this it does not change my life or make my life any harder. And you're like, okay, now that makes sense. When you see people who are poor who are happy and the people who are exceptionally rich losing 30% of their net worth and then jumping off of a building, then you kind of start to understand this one person had it too easy and this other person who's accomplishing goals is still happy. That's just my hypothesis though. Mm. When it comes to present moment, that, that's why that whole thing works. I love hope you're enjoying this channel and these videos. If you like them, you can subscribe right here. There's a whole playlist about how to build a social circle from scratch right here with really high quality content. And then right here, you can learn about how I help men in Tribe Accelerator build a circle from scratch of high value men and women.